You're listening to Raising Perdition, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. This podcast is for anyone who wants more Supernatural content or anyone just starting the show. I'm Beth Brin. I'm Hannah Barrow. And I'm Abby Jo Morton. And we're your hosts. Let's jump in. Raising Perdition is intended for adult audiences, and our episodes may contain PG-13 and R-rated language. We advise listener discretion for discussions of violence, sexual assault, eating disorders, and other topics some listeners may find disturbing. We want to empower you, our audience, with the knowledge you need to make healthy decisions about how and if you should consume this podcast content. Welcome back to Raising Perdition. I'm Beth, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Hannah and Abby Jo. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing good. Doing great. How are you, Beth? (laughs) Good. It's not nighttime. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> it's uh, It's mid-afternoon. It's mid-afternoon. Oh my goodness. All right, so this week we have episode 10 of season one, Asylum. This is the mid-season finale of the first season, and it aired on November 22nd, 2005, so that's kind of the, the spot we're at. It was directed by Guy B, who doesn't direct anything for a while, but comes back for season six or ten, so... Oh takes a bit of a hiatus yeah (laughs) and he hasn't directed anything before and it was written by Richard Hatem and he wrote Phantom Traveler but he doesn't write anything else ever again so interesting interesting two episodes to write yeah I know I feel like Phantom (laughs) Traveler is like you know the first demon yeah (laughs) and then we just get some spirits (laughs) in this one which like they're uh, he's a gnarly spirit I'm not (laughs) He is not trying to downplay you, Dr. Ellicott, but (laughs) you're no demon. No, no, you're no demon. I think what's like more standout is like the relationship stuff in this episode. Oh, yeah. Not really the case. Yeah, right. There's no timeline given in this episode. We have no idea when in the supernatural universe this occurs. Um, So just months since uh, Dean picked up Sam. That's all. Yes, that's all we know. Um, we do know it occurs in Roosevelt Asylum in Rockford, Illinois, though. That's where the whole episode takes place, um, pretty much, is in that asylum. The majority of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in this episode, Sam and Dean investigate an abandoned sanitarium and discover that when the hospital was open, the patients held a riot against the cruel and unusual punishments inflicted by the head doctor, Dr. Ellicott. While Sam tries to help a young couple, Gavin and Kat, escape the hospital, a spirit forges a phone call from Dean to Sam. While searching for Dean, Sam encounters Dr. Ellicott's spirit. When Dean learns about the phone call from Gavin and Kat, he searches for Sam and tells him about the experiments Dr. Ellicott was conducting to provoke extreme anger in his patients. The brothers search for where the doctor was conducting his experiments, and when Dean finds a secret door that looks like it leads to the procedure room, Sam tells him he's tired of taking orders from Dean and shoots him in the chest with rock salt. Sam stands over Dean, telling him how angry he is at him for pausing the search for John. Dean hands Sam his gun to shoot him, and Sam fires it multiple times at Dean, only to find it is unloaded. Dean knocks Sam out and continues his search for Dr. Ellicott's bones. He finds them, and Dr. Ellicott's spirit attacks Dean, but Dean is able to toss his lighter into Dr. Ellicott's corpse. They recover, leave the hospital, Sam apologizes, and they get some sleep. Sam wakes up to his phone ringing. It's John. The end. The end. It cuts off. 
Thanks, guys, for listening. Bye. (laughs) Just, like, opening thoughts. Like, everything to me, like, that happens between the boys is just all John's fault. Oh, yeah. Like, he's just, he's not even in this episode, but he is just, like, a looming dark cloud over this entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. He is. Mm. Him and his choices. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, there's a lot of tension in this episode. There is a lot of tension. Especially at the end. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, I man. agree. But we'll talk about that. In a, at the end. In when we get to <laughs> that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so we start off in our cold open, as Hannah said, at Roosevelt Asylum in Rockford, Illinois. And we see two cops. They show up, and one cop gives some uh, na- narrative that is for us to know that there's like a little spooky story for the town about the asylum um and they split up and one of them finds the kids and one of them disappears for a little while but shows back up and is acting kind of weird and then he gets a nosebleed and then he shoots his wife (laughs) and then himself and then himself Um, yes i was very curious his wife's like i told you i'm sorry about earlier what are they fighting about what did she do like is it something that's really like not that it's ever okay to kill your wife but is it like a big deal like she cheated on him or she killed their dog or something like that (laughs) or is it like she She, forgot to do the dishes or like she she got home late or yeah and she didn't have dinner ready for him when he got home the day before or something right i don't know it was something that it was in his brain still yeah (laughs) it's something i don't know his brain so that the doctor could amplify right it was definitely something that he was was still thinking about about it yeah but like what was it yeah so you do you think that he was like possessed or was he just like his brain was like addled to I do this put possessed on here but then I after we went through the episode i realized i don't think he was i don't think that the spirit possessed him i think that he tried to fix it and ended up making it worse okay well i i think it's like we hear later that dr ellicott was trying to he thought that if he made his patients extremely angry it would be therapeutic and they'd be able to deal with what they're extremely angry about which they are but they just end up doing really horrible things um so yeah i think that's what it is i think whatever his like procedure quote unquote was um i that's what i think it was too like because i when i was reading some other websites they were saying possessed and i was like i don't really feel like they're possessed i wrote possessed throughout like the entire outline but when i'm thinking about it I think maybe it might be like a mixture, like just a little bit, just because when Sam, when he, when they, at the end, spoiler, uh, when they solve the case and finish it, he's, Sam is fine again afterwards. Mm -hmm. So like salting and burning the bones did have an effect on that. Yes, but. But. Also, he says he remembers it all and a lot of, I don't know if this is normal in like possessions, but I don't think a lot of times people remember what happens during a possession. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about in Supernatural, but. Attack Dean. While right. Sam is feeling that way, so I also wrote that anytime you hear "Let's split up," <laughs> it's just a bad choice. It's never yeah. good. Never I also good. thought I thought it was funny that the older cop was like, "These kids brought bolt cutters." Like he's just so exasperated with these children. He's like, "Why? <laughs> Why?" Very committed to getting right. into the South. Why are you not scared of this? It just doesn't. <clears throat> I don't and know. when he finds them, they're all like smirking. Y'all are so brave. One, I'd be crying because a cop was about to come and find me. Same. I would I would not be hiding. I would I'd be, be like, okay, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Children. Kids these days. <clears throat> kids these those days. Those days. All those kids are either older than us than we were <laughs> at the time or at our age. That one little boy looks young. But. Yeah. Kids these days. Um, so then after he shoots his wife and himself, <clears throat> we uh, do the supernatural screen and then we go to a seedy motel where the boys are. As nice. usual. We love our seedy motels. Yeah. Um, they're just basically arguing over looking for John. Yeah. Sam's on the phone. He's talking to somebody. I think his name's the, Caleb. So the person we, that sells John his guns and Okay, perfect. Yeah. Uh, I wrote who's Caleb, so that's... Yeah, yeah he, he mentions Caleb, Jefferson, and Pastor Jim. And this is yeah. kind of the first time we hear them talking about someone... Yeah. In the Hunter like network that John knew, yeah. that they yeah. know also, but we don't really get like a lot of like who they are. Like we later on in the series, we figure out like who at least one or two of them are. But Jefferson, I don't know if I've ever heard that name again <laughs> in yeah. the series. So yeah, we just kind of made that up for the show and then forgot it. I guess. Yep. <laughs> As I Supernatural feel like that- does. That, I feel like that happens sometimes in the show, though. Either that or it's like we meet a person that it's like, oh, this is this person. Yeah. Like in the hunter yeah. world. And it's like, why would we know who that <laughs> Why is? would we know who that is? But it, they're suddenly there and helping the brothers. And you're like, oh, I guess. Okay. <laughs> right sure, on, whatever. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. Lord help us help. They can use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just thought it was interesting. When they're arguing, Sam says something about how he called how Dean called John and I from the last episode presumed that Sam did not know that Dean called John and that he was you know upset and talking to him and stuff and so I put that apparently Dean told Sam about the phone call and stuff yeah which is interesting after home they did have this this is one of my biggest pet peeves about Supernatural is that they cut so out, much missed time. They, we miss out on certain scenes that they just say that they've done, and I wish we could have seen them because I would have loved to see Dean like tell Sam like after the emotional roller coaster that was the episode of Home. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, I tried. I did try to call Dad, Sammy, and he didn't answer, and he didn't come. Even though we know he did come, but they yeah. don't know that. And like, I just would love to see them sit there and talk about like why John didn't come and like. Yeah. Like, talk through that because yeah, clearly tensions are high between them, so it might not have been a great conversation uh, between them. But still, it would have been, it would have been important for the watcher to, yeah. for to the know. Yeah. To know. But instead, they're just going to tell us that they told Sam. Yeah. At least we know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Sam says, you know, he could be dead, and Dean's like, don't say that. And he, like, kind of freaks out over that. And I just want to, like, point out, like, Dean has trouble of saying when someone's dead, if they're actually dead or not. Um, and that's just going to come up later. So yeah. <laughs> just wanted to yeah. flag that. Um, also, <laughs> I just find it very interesting in this episode, which has, I guess we haven't talked about John a lot in the past, like, six episodes besides um, <laughs> yeah. the lot home. Um, Dean is the biggest John apologist ever. Yes, he is. And I guess I forget uh-huh. that because, but like he is, it is he is John's deep. number one fan. Like, yes. Yes. 
standing outside the street waiting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, <laughs> like. Yeah, no, he's waiting. I mean, I get it because it's his dad. Like, part of me understands, like, even if a lot of people have really poor relationships with their parents and still they look at their parents as, you know, yeah. someone that they look up to because it's hard to break, to separate those two things, this bad person yeah. from the fact that it's your father. But, um, yeah, it's just interesting. But yeah, he's, the, the way he's like, I can get to the different, like the next scene, so I won't talk about it yet, but just like the way that Dean like refuses to let Sam even like talk badly about John. Yeah. Um, it's just, whew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, also, Sam says that the man can barely work a toaster, which I feel like really aptly describes John Winchester. I think he's useless. That's yeah. also such a hilarious thing, because if you think about it, a toaster at that time would have likely just been you put the toast in and you push down the thing. You, there's so a it's little margin like, for um, maybe. how many minutes you want in there sometimes. Yeah. But like, just if you stand there. See, this is John's problem. He can't stand and wait and watch it. Right. <laughs> if you stand there and look at your toast, you'll be able to know before it's burned. Right. Um, Man, toast sounds so good right now. Buttered toast. Yes. If I'm looking at this line, though, and I want to make it more tragic and traumatizing, because I, I obviously of do. Of course you do. Yeah. Um, and I want to connect it to how John Winchester is the world's most horrible parent. Mm. Which we know you want to. At least the most neglectful in Mm -hmm. this world. Mm -hmm. Um, He couldn't work the toaster, but that's because he was never there. Right. (laughs) And who was making Sammy breakfast? Right. It was Dean. Yeah. Not about John. (laughs) Oh, it's a little bit about John. Um, When Dean says that he can't make out anything in the journal because he writes like Yoda. I think it's just so cute. Just what a nerd. Like to talk about Yoda. (laughs) Dean not is. that I'm oh, sorry. Not that like Star Wars is a bad thing to like for anyone listening. I also like Star Wars, but for like Dean, who I think is the like time cool period, guy though, in yeah. 2005, like this is before this new Star Wars stuff came out. Like it That's was so true. considered people who much liked, more nerdy back then. Oh yeah, people who liked Star Wars in in the early 2000s were considered nerdy. Like yeah. So, but yeah, Dean, who's like Mr. Cool Guy, likes mm-hmm. cars, likes guns, mm-hmm. things like that. To to quote. Star that quote, but yep. to reference Star Wars is like, you're a little nerd. We get people, it. People like to say that Dean like turns like they turn him into a nerd, but I am team Dean was a nerd the whole time. Oh, Dean was a nerd from the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. So then Dean gets a text message that sounds like a phone ringing, which I think mm-hmm. is hilarious. <laughs> also very early. Why very is it early so long? <laughs> Why is you your text tone so he's, long? He's like, I need my phone. And you think that, like, it's ringing. Yes. Me, like, someone's calling. And then it's a text message with coordinates. It's like, <laughs> I, what? When I was watching, I honestly forgot. I was like, does John call this? I, I knew he called in this episode. Yeah. And so I was like, wait a second. Does he call now? It's a this text message. Early? No, it's just a text message <laughs> with a long ringtone. Because everybody needs to know you have a cell phone. So... Yes. Again, again, it's early 2000. I think the so. only thing that would have made it more credible if Dean had a shitty recording of some random oh my song, God. Oh. probably a Led Zeppelin song that he yes. re- like that put it great. next to his radio in the that would have been So funny. <laughs> you just hear ramble that's on. So true. Oh my God, that's something I haven't thought of in so long. How we used to record our radio <laughs> with our like, phone and make it our ringtone. Sh- 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 Why can't you do that anymore? I don't know. Sorry. I'm just. 
I yelled that. I was funny. <laughs> I think you only yelled it You're because we upset. had just shushed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he's like, hmm, the coordinates. And they look up where it is. And immediately he looks at the like newspaper and is automatically assumes that this death is suspicious. Yeah. Instead of a normal domestic violence case. And of course, very Sam prevalent. Says, I don't get it. What does this have to do with us? So there's your. <laughs> and he's like, uh, Dad ear- earmarked the same asylum in the journal. I'm like, what? Dean, you really have memorized the journal. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. You talked about how you couldn't really read his handwriting, but you. You've, you've memorized it. You've studied that journal. Um, Sam's pissed to be sent on a job by John, um, if, if it even is John. Because he's kind of like, how do we know? Like, this is suspicious. Um, but Dean is very, like, Dad gave us an order, so. Yeah, we got to freaking go. <sighs> There's just yeah. so much in this scene with that <laughs> I think, thing. I know. Like, there's just so much. I don't even know, like. <laughs> I'm telling um, the relation, like, the actual case in this episode, like, is interesting. And I'm sure that we could find something to, like, parallel with what's, like, going on with the boys. But, like, the actual case i really don't care about it's just their relationship dynamic in this episode yeah it's rough i think this episode is really it's an interesting um like juxtaposition to the last episode where sam forced dean to go back home to do to save this person that he's Mm -hmm. seeing visions of and in this episode dean is forcing sam to follow john's orders so Mm -hmm. it's a very very interesting kind of like where you're putting that yes Especially because I always like to read Sam and John as very similar. Mm-hmm. And so John is giving this coordinate to the boys without any information and just expecting them to do it. And then Sam tried to get them to go home without any information. But Dean was like, mm, you're going to have to give me more than that. Yeah. Um, That's know. true. Yeah. He tried to make it very secretive. Yeah. Which is, yeah, it's funny because he just hates that about John. But yeah, he's the exact same. <laughs> and, like, I, I know. And, like, I get it. Like, I don't really blame Sam for, like, keeping his visions a secret. Like, no. that's pretty scary, especially when you come from, like, a line of, like, witches or, like, are bad. And, yeah. like, like the, you don't trust people who are actually psychic and stuff like that. I understand. But mm-hmm. it is funny. <laughs> it is. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next scene is that they go to some pub where they happen to know who that the officer is at. Like, how did they get that information? I don't know, but um, but they maybe do Sam's vision. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> don't don't think so. I think we would have seen it. Yeah, they would have made that such a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they do a little acting skit. The boys are acting. I think they do a pretty good job, considering later on in the series they can't act. Like, I'm talking about Dean and Sam, not Jensen yeah. and Jared. Like, they cannot act yeah, at all. Um, we do see, yeah. Also, I know that this happens, like, at the end of after the thing when, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's restart. Um, re- I, <laughs> let's rewind. Let's backtrack. Try and again. then we'll try again. You I know it. this is after... Sam ends up talking to the officer and stuff, but um, you can see even when Sam pushes Dean, you can see that Dean's face is like he's shocked because I think he <laughs> knew the plan, but I think that he was just like and he immediately you calls him on it. He's like, <laughs> you pushed push me, me a little, little harder. harder there, and he's like, yeah. had to make it look realistic. 
And Dean's like, it's called mm-hmm. method acting. It's called method acting. <laughs> and Dean's like, what? <laughs> Dean's like, what is that? Um, but I do, I do love their little ruse though of Dean being like the asshole yeah. journalist and not taking no for an answer. And honestly, though, like it. I don't think that Sam does a good job. I, I get very, I got cringe vibes when he was like, this is an officer. Yeah. <laughs> Show some respect, but it could be because of our culture. Of yeah. We do. Yeah. <laughs> How you personally feel. Yeah. Good yeah. Case. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the name that Dean introduces himself as Nigel Tufnell mm-hmm. is um, the name of, there's a movie called This is Spinal Tap that was a mockumentary made in 1984. And Nigel Tufnell in that was the lead in a band called Spinal Tap. So it's kind of like a rock band. So it's just like uh, the movie came out in 1984. Dean would have been born in 1979. So he would have only been like five, four (laughs) or five when the movie came out. Uh So it just, I feel like even more proof that Dean watched so much TV growing up because he wouldn't have seen it in theaters Mm -hmm. as a five-year-old, theoretically. This was, that would have been like right after Mary died. So I doubt they were going to movie theaters. Um, but no, yeah, I just think that's really interesting. Like another, and it's like the lead of a rock band, like something that Dean thinks is really cool. He mm-hmm. loves rock stars. Like I thought, I thought it was yeah. a cute, like a cute, he makes references all the time, but I thought that one was like, he makes a lot of references in this episode. This episode. Oh my God. Yes. <sighs> also between this one and the last one, so many shining references. Yes. yes. They, re- they were on a shining kick. <laughs> they were. They Someone were had just stuck watched it. <laughs> Someone had just watched it and they were like, oh my God, that was such a good movie. They were like, what about like in the shining? And everybody in the writing room was like, oh Oh my my gosh. One per episode. Stop talking about the shining. Jesus Christ. He's like, but have you seen it? We need need a one episode gap at least. (laughs) They couldn't do that. Next scene, uh, my favorite little part is they do a little fence flip. And Jensen does a complete flip um, over it the It takes fit. him so long. <laughs> it takes like him a, so long. Like, like Sam is just like climbing and like drops down like feet first. Jensen legitimately does a flip over yeah. the fence. I missed that. I'm going to have to go back and watch <laughs> it. I literally put it. Dean climbing the fence to drooling face emojis, Hannah. You have <laughs> to go back and watch I think it. his little what? tummy is exposed or his back. Oh my god! How did I miss Pull it? Pull it up right now. Pull it up right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break. Live, live, live reaction from Hannah. Oh gosh. Um, but it's just that cheerleader stuff coming out from Jensen. You know, he has to show out. He's like, "Oh, we're climbing a fence. Excellent. Yeah, this is my time to shine. Add a little spice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, just like a, a really not important thing. He says. Um, he asks if kids are spelunking the asylum. I thought that was cute because most people say spelunking, mm-hmm. like yeah, like as if it's just S P L unking. Um, but he says spelunking, and I just thought I was like <laughs> such a country way to say it. Somebody spelunking the asylum. <laughs> like it's so cute. Um, so they break into the asylum. Uh, they notice the South Wing, and then there's like. The kids from the 70s were also in the South Wing, so they go check it out. There's no EMF, but they decide that it's probably because the freaks only come out at night. Throughout this whole time, Dean is just uh, going after Sam in a joking way, but I don't feel like it's really joking, Mm-mm, about no. his visions and his psychic stuff. I think so there's a lot is... of stuff in this episode that's quote-unquote joking. Yes. They're not really it, joking, but... It's 
because they don't know how to communicate with yeah. one another. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean doesn't That's especially know how to communicate with him. And Sam is so angry at John and everything that he isn't receptive to communication. And then Dean doesn't know how. So it's just like right. a really bad recipe. And I... Um, uh, oh, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Burp. I cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> I almost wonder <laughs> if um, it's like a parallel between the last episode, again, because Missouri picks on Dean so much. And yes. Sam is like, this is so funny. They have a good time. And so Dean's almost like trying to pick on, quote unquote, mm-hmm. pick on Sam. But it's it's not the right time. It's not funny. It's not just like good humor. It's like things that he's really concerned about right now. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like not the... Not I the think, right time, Dean. Also, I think that sometimes, like, I will joke about stuff that, like, I'm uncomfortable with because it's the only way that I can, like, communicate, right. hey, I'm yeah. uncomfortable with this. Like, I, yes. we need to talk about this. That's what and I was so, say. Yeah, I think, I think that Dean he's, is like, freaked. Yeah, he's yeah. freaked oh, yeah, out. He's sure. like, how can I lighten this situation while also letting yeah. Sam know, like, I'm But freaked. he doesn't know that it's not lightening the situation. No. Especially, the situation. especially when we think about the fact that he called John in tears in the yeah. last episode to help him with this and he didn't help and right. so he's feeling all the, this burden to take care of his brother that he always feels like he always has this massive burden to take care of Sammy and he doesn't know what to do and so yeah. he just is gonna make jokes about it because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't make know how to Sam uncomfortable <laughs> Um, I think also the sorry. I just want to say yeah. this just came to my mind. It's just a I lot think, to say about this episode. Sorry, I'm, I, sh- no, I won't talk anymore. Um, no, Abby, please, please don't. Talking. Just go ahead and hop off. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, no, I think that it's interesting. I just thought of this that um, Dean is so like, no, it's in order. Let's follow it at the beginning because it could also be just like a comfort thing. Like everything's so unknown right now. I know how to follow what dad tells me to do. Like, let's you're just do this. Absolutely right. I can have control of this if we just do this. You're, and so you're, you're hitting the nail on the head there. Wow. Um, Dean, who often gets told that he lacks faith in this uh, mm-hmm. series, has a lot of faith in John. Yep. And he's feeling very out of control, like we just talked about. And so what better than to just follow dad's orders? Mm -hmm. Because he's the one that's always known the plan. He's the one who's always, maybe he wasn't, you know, the best father, but he's kept him alive this far. You know, like, you're absolutely right. That was a good point, Abby. Thanks. That's a great point. Thanks, Hannah. (laughs) I tried to. Shut up. No. I I thought it was funny. I didn't mean that in a condescending way. Thanks for speaking, Abby. Raise your hand next time, though, please. <laughs> you need to ask permission next time to interject. This is you're right. <laughs> rude, <be> rude. <laughs> um, Dean calls Sam Haley Joel, which is mm-hmm. um, Haley Joel Osment, of course. You know, Sixth Sense. That's best movie. <laughs> that's actually something I did know. Uh, sometimes I don't understand his references because I'm too young. Know what or ESP I just, was. Oh, I, don't, I still don't really know what that stands for. I don't know what it stands for, but I know what it is Extra sensory meaning. perception. Ah, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. That yeah. is literally what Sam's having then. Yeah. Because he exactly. says... Exactly. He says your ESP stuff, and Sam's like... That's, I told it's you. Not it's not ESP. ESP. It's yes, just... I just have strange vibes sometimes. That's literally what... <laughs> That's literally I, what extrasensory <laughs> perception would be. I personally laughed at the use of the word vibes because, like, in 2005, the word vibes was not 
how the we way use it, it but that's how I interpret it now. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just getting bad I vibes. Still, I just get a strange vibe. I still vibe. get a good vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is a trendsetter. Yeah. Oh, who's the first one to use vibe? Um, and so Dean's like, yeah, whatever. And so they're trying to get like a reading on the EMF. There's nothing. And the next thing that he says is, um, hey, Sam, do you th- who's, who do you think is the hotter psychic? Patricia Arquette, Arquette, Jennifer Love Hewitt, or you? I don't know about the Patricia Arquette one, but I did know off the top of my head Jennifer Love Hewitt yeah. was the ghost whisperer. Yes. Oh, yes. We watched the ghost whisperer so much as kids. Yes, we did. Um, and I would say that Jennifer Love Hewitt was the hottest. Between the two <laughs> of them, at least. I, I, don't I, don't, I don't know. What's the other Patricia one's name Arquette. again? Patricia Arquette. I don't know who she is. Keep talking. Um, yeah, so then <clears throat> they go into a room. Well, they see a creepy, like, doll, right? They go into a room and um, talk about how they were doing, like, lobotomies, mm-hmm. electroshock, or, like, at which I assume is similar to, like, electroconvulsion therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, like, remove, quote-unquote, remove mental illness. I would just like um, to say really quick that Patricia Arquette is, uh, she was from the show Medium from 2005 to 2011. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And still, I still that. believe Jennifer Love Hewitt is the most attractive. Hewitt. Hewitt. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. ECT. Yeah, so then um, Dean references Jack Nicholson again, but not in The Shining, this time in The Cuckoo's Nest. Man, he is obsessed with Jack Nicholson. But then, later, he does And then he says Jack in The Shining. Yeah, he does. Oh, my God, Dean. Maybe Dean had just watched The Shining. He's obsessed with Jack Nicholson. Um, he also Which, mentions like, Amityville. He does a good job. Yeah. And stuff like that. Just yeah. rapid fire um, pop culture references. Oh, yeah. He's just like one after the other. Which <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to be like, funny, and I'm also trying to be pop culture. Culture. Oh, yeah. Well, Sam says Amityville, I think. Oh, yeah. Smurl haunting, which I've never heard of. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> I do not like that word, though. I don't. Like, do that. I, that, it's like a uncomfy word. For, yeah. I don't know what it means, but... <laughs> So um, then Dean says the thing about that's why I always got the extra cookie because Sam has an attitude. Yes. Um, that really mm. just bothers me. My family was very good at portioning everything out so everyone had the same amount. Like if we had, you know, like between the, me and my sisters, if we had 12 chicken nuggets, each of us got four. No one got more than the other, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's it's just a really not nice thing for John to do as a dad. He should have split the extra cookie and given a half to each boy. He should not have given one of them an extra cookie. Perhaps, though, do you think that Dean actually ate the actual cookie? Oh, no. Did he share the cookie or give it all to Sam? He would have given it to Sam, for yeah, sure. Or definitely. at least shared it, yeah. Uh-huh. Unless Sam said, can I have the whole cookie? And then Dean would have been like, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, Was there no. an extra cookie to be had anyways? Were there cookies? <laughs> I don't think there were cookies, personally. No. But um, it's, like, this the concept. Yes. Like, um, yeah. I'm thinking it was probably praise, mm. but but maybe back... Like, I don't think all of... I don't think all of John's praise to Dean was necessarily good praise, but because it was the only praise Dean was getting, he thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, poor boy. He, he needs yeah. to be told that he's good more often. Um, very sad TikTok about that, that I saw the other day. Um, <laughs> made me very upset. Um, I felt like this I is been... making me upset. 
<laughs> let's move on. Uh, I don't like these vibes. Yeah. Um, so Sam is like, are we going to talk about dad not being here? When are we going to talk about it? And Dean says, never. We're not talking about this. Yep. Um, and then they argue more about John and about how he gave us an order. And Sam's like, are we just going to always follow those? Um, and Dean's like, yeah. Of course we do. Of course, um. of course we do. <laughs> so then they find the plaque that says Sanford Ellicott, chief of staff. Um, and then Dean's like, we have to find out if something more happened here. And then the next thing we see is Sam at like a, a therapy in a, like a therapy session. <laughs> yeah. I think this is like, and not the only therapy. So. Because I would argue that someone, some yeah. people get therapy in season 15 by an unlikely therapist. Yes. But um, it is, I think they technically, I mean, it seems like they do a therapy session. Cause like Dean, yes. like you were in there so long and mm-hmm. it sounds like, none of your business basically just just talking about the case yeah um and he tries to like beth put in her in the outline that she really graciously makes for all of us thank you beth (laughs) um she put sam is just bullshitting his way through this appointment he's trying to just like get his get what he wants and then leave but the psychiatrist is a good psychiatrist and he's like he's you have to talk if they were allowed to curse he would have said bullshitting but he instead he just said bull like yeah (laughs) like you're yeah you're just saying like yeah I'll give you the, he's so he's the the chief of staff's son we find out yeah. um and he's like I'll tell you what you want to know if you tell me something real about you so um how do you feel about this brother of yours is what he asked I really wish we could have uh, heard that yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks Supernatural. yeah me too um it is interesting that Sam gets a therapy session in this episode where tensions are so high yeah and I don't I mean, you, you do not you do not end. get um, quote unquote fixed of right. your emotions um, through one therapy session, so it feels like maybe it all it did was open up some wounds for so. um, Sam, especially so. when the doctor addles his brain later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely wasn't good. And, um, and Sam does not return for a new another appointment. Unfortunately, no. he could have used it. Of course it. not. He definitely could have. It seemed like he was a good psychiatrist. Like. Mm-hmm. He he did truly care. Also, the view there was like a yeah. lake behind them. Incredible! Oh, I was like, I would love that. <laughs> but so um, when he finally emerges, he tells Dean that there was a riot um, on behalf of the patients. The patients rioted. Yeah. In the asylum, um, killed some people. Didn't lots find of, all their bodies. Yeah, lots of wild stuff. But I mean, I I don't blame the patients. They were being treated really horribly. Well, also, if their, like, actual brain was getting messed up to yeah. be more agitated, like, that's the doctor's it's gonna fault. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> He was asking happened. for it. You play stupid <laughs> games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. So. It's just the way Taylor the, the world works. Um, yeah. So, that's pretty much what happened. They were angry. They killed some people. They didn't find everybody. And so, now there are angry slash vengeful spirits mm-hmm. in the some of them are vengeful some of them are violent i would say like dr ellicott would be a a, a violent spirit because he wasn't wronged you know yeah. yeah but i think any of the other patients that may have died would be vengeful spirits because they were wronged they i were guess wronged. but they're not mean we no, find they're out not they're mean. not mean they just want help they're yeah. little ghosts um, yeah. but uh 
at this scene right now, we are under the impression that it's the patients that are right. doing the wrong things at the asylum, hurting yes, people. We don't know that yet. Um, and so in the next scene um, is this random new couple who is deciding to not heed any horror story and go into a dark asylum. Especially because a police officer just... Well, I guess yeah. they, they might not put together the fact that they left there and then he went home and yeah. shot. <laughs> Could have just been separate. True. That's they true, probably but... didn't read the newspaper because they're yeah. like teens or young yeah. adults. Gavin. I hate but, Gavin. I'm no, going to say Gavin that right now. <laughs> is not a good boyfriend. No. Um, girls do not date someone like Gavin. Yeah, or boys. No one date anyone like Gavin. I just she love says, at the one point Kat's like, if we he, make it out of here alive, we're breaking we're up. Oh, <laughs> we're done. I'm we're breaking done. up with you. <laughs> I'm but, over this. Cat's like, I thought we were going to a movie. Um, I love Cat. One, it's not okay to change your date plans without mm-hmm. consulting your date. That's the not consent, good. Like, consent is important in more things than just sex. It's not just sex. <laughs> um, yeah. It's incredibly important in sex. <laughs> but oh, well, this, yes, of course. <laughs> but this too, like, yeah. she thought that y'all were going on like a normal date and now you're I would be scared. How long have I been dating? Pissed. I'm like, are you here to murder me? Right. <laughs> I yeah, so mad, though, because... I would have left. Especially if they have been dating a long time, he knows that she doesn't like ghosts and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, she's... That scares her. So why would he have taken her to this place that he knows scares her? Yeah. No, yes. Gavin, um, Gavin has, has no respect of boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Also, so they're sitting there like, complaining. And the next thing, he, she's like, I don't want to go in there. And he's like, okay, well, I'm just going to be a minute. And he leaves her. Yep, he leaves her. She's terrified. He deserves and he leaves her. to get kissed by a ghost. He does. <laughs> and, he, and he does. And he does. What I, I don't understand <laughs> is he walks into this room, right? He's strolling into the, the little patient room. The door mysteriously closes behind him. He does not care. And he just turns around. He's like, huh. I'm going to continue. Like, yeah. Boy, you don't get your butt out of this asylum right now. Right. Um, Also, the funniest thing to me, this happens several times in this episode. Flashlights go out and people just shake them. Damn. (laughs) It made me so mad when it happened to Sam and he like shook it and then he hit the button a couple times. I'm like, okay, this isn't Jeopardy. Like. Like stop! I don't know. I just this is not gonna work. <laughs> um, but in the notes, I write spooky shit happens because of course it does. Like of course, what were you expecting? And then yeah. he sees an outline of a girl, a girl, and assumes it's his girlfriend. Like how dark he, is it? What does he call guess, her? Kisses again? her definitely with tongue. Catherine? Sweetie, he calls sweet. her sweet. Oh, is it Catherine? <laughs> by her name? No, he probably doesn't call her. By I, oh, I can tell you. I, I think he calls her sweetie. He, hey, sweetie. Couldn't take it, huh? That's what he says. Oh, yeah. Totally like a dick. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't and handle then, being out in the hallway, could you? Like, and meanwhile, Kat's just, like, waiting in the hallway, like, fine. Like, I think she's a little scared because I think there's some, like, noises and she's, spirit she's action. Gavin, where are you? <laughs> yeah, I but, like, wait a second. <laughs> Who am I kissing? Who am I kissing? Um, um, and it's a little ghost woman. It is. And she... She tries yeah. to whisper in his ear. And he, he does want nothing with it. <laughs> um, Sam and Dean show up. The EMF is working. And they have a camcorder that they're using. And um, Sam says that it's orbing. <laughs> so they're seeing, like, orbs Orb. of spirits. <laughs> Which I guess um, is a But I just thought that it was funny that it was, like, orbing. A verb. <laughs> right, a verb. And not just... I'm seeing They orbs. don't use... 
a camcorder ever. Like, I don't think they, again. Maybe <laughs> yeah. they use it one more time, but like yeah. I have noticed that in this episode, particularly, that some of the lore for this episode for about spirits changes or like they don't use it again and the, the camcorder thing is one of them yeah um so they make a plan to try to find the missing bodies to salt and burn them because they assume that that's what the problem is i would just of like the to mental sorry. patients like, i would just like sorry. to say isn't this the part where like they turn around see something behind them and then it goes down and it's this like mental it was like a patient but his yeah. head oh. like, i put the head yeah fuck no <laughs> and then <laughs> the actor did an incredible job. Yeah, I was so creepy, terrified. That is something I will. This episode is spooky. spooky. There are some scary things in it. Like, yeah, it definitely yeah. has scary movie vibes. Yeah, it do. It do be having those. Do be creepy. Um, especially with the couple of Gavin and Catherine. Like Catherine gives gives like final girl energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, she does. So they were really go cat, go yeah. cat, go girl. Cat. But but I don't feel like in like a bad way necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like she kind of takes that and makes it her own thing. Yes. Yeah. She's like she's not helpless. She's not being a final girl because she's helpless. Like she's actually. She yeah she's not she actually does the work her, really. for herself. Yeah. Um, yes, she sure does. Because <laughs> Gavin sure ain't doing nothing. Yeah, Gavin's worth nothing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Gavin. So. Yeah, they're planning to find the bodies, like Beth said, and then um, a, a ghost woman with a rotting death mask um, approaches Sam, and she tries to, like, she tries to touch it. She's reaching out to him, mm-hmm. but she doesn't hurt him or even touch him, I don't think, but it looks like she's reaching out to him. Um, and Dean shoots her with a shotgun salt round, of course, because that's what works. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, did it look like she was going to hurt me? And Dean's like... I wasn't going to take any chances, basically. <laughs> and Sam's like, but he, but she wasn't going to hurt me. Like, he's mostly – I don't think he's, like, mad at Dean. He's just, no. like, confused. He's like, why yes. wasn't she going to hurt me? Right. He's, he's just like, like, what the hell? Like, What's going on here? Like, like she what? had time to, like, jump him, and she didn't. Yeah. 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 And Dean's like, like, I don't know. I wasn't asking questions. Yeah, he was like, I wasn't going to wait around and find out. <laughs> um, so then they, they come upon Catherine. Mm-hmm. who introduces herself as Cat. Yep. She's hiding behind a table. She's so scared, of course. Um, and they, yeah, she introduced herself as Cat, and she's like, I'm not leaving without Gavin. Very, very brave of her. Like, even though she's, we see later, like, she wants to, like, end the relationship, and she's pissed at him. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that she's the one that's, like, saving him, I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So they decide to split up, of course. Dean goes with Cat. Sam uh, goes on his own. Which yep. Maybe we find out was not a great idea. Well, well, not at this point, I guess. But at any point, Sam being on his own in this asylum wasn't a good idea. <laughs> it wasn't a great idea. <laughs> um, they're all on the lookout for Gavin, Cat with Dean, Sam on his own, like Hannah just said. Um, and Dean, like, turns around and is like, oh, just wait a damn minute. Um, have you ever seen a horror movie? <laughs> Next time, listen to it. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't go in. <laughs> He's just like, I got to... I gotta say this real quick because yeah. y'all are being ridiculous. It's like I had a job to do, and now I'm having to save you. <laughs> so yeah. he's like, I think I thought this was really interesting when I was watching it because Dean's character. I feel like if if you didn't watch like the whole show, mm-hmm. he's or just like saw a couple episodes, Dean's character seems like the kind of guy that would think like 
haunted houses are a cool thing to go into. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's like the typical like I'm he's untouchable. Brave. Yeah, right. But he's like he takes this very seriously. Yes. Like anything supernatural, he's like don't mess with it because it's not <laughs> a good idea. Um, I just think that's it's like yeah. interesting if you don't know Dean's character super mm-hmm. well. And I'm sure like people like because. I mean, people like to throw around, like, Dean's a dick, and, like, he's kind of, you know, he, he does play his masculinity up. He does. Um, but not about this. <laughs> he's like, yeah. uh, no, we're not going like, to go in the creepy not- asylum. <laughs> I will, but that's because I'm prepared. <laughs> it's my job. But, yeah. So, Sam finds Gavin laying on the floor. Yep. Um, and wakes him up. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you. And Gavin's like this is what's going on <laughs> he's traumatized um, by he, the kiss <laughs> yes he tells sam he's like this girl um Kate was near me and sam's like did she try to hurt you and gavin's like what no she kissed me like as if that's normal and sam's like um, okay sam's like, <laughs> he's like okay but she wasn't trying to like but she didn't you. hurt you physically <laughs> and he's like no she kissed I'm me i'm scarred for life <laughs> yeah um, again so, gavin is a very dramatic very upset for someone who walked in here willingly yeah well yeah and and like did not allow his girlfriend to walk in here willingly so um which i mean when they were outside she surely knew yeah she could have yeah but she went in it it's not her fault um (laughs) but then gavin tells sam that the ghost tried to whisper something in his ear and sam was like did you hear what she had to say and he said no i ran like hell (laughs) i just cannot listen to the whisper in your ear without thinking of the song hey little mama let me oh yeah i cannot so while he's doing that i'm just giggling because i'm just imagining like is that that. the twins um yeah, I, maybe not. I think so. Uh, I think it was. Cut this if it's not, because I do not want to be a this for that. It is the Yin Yang Twins. Way to go, Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> it hey, is the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> I remember singing that on the elementary school playground, which was Heck about this time. So, very prevalent. Yeah. <laughs> it is a song, Wait. In parentheses, yeah. the whisper song. The whisper song. Yeah, I know it as the whisper Beth song. Beth and I listen to that all yeah. the time. Um, um, so then they like they cut to Dean and Cat, and Dean's light goes out, and he's like, "Don't worry, I have a lighter." And it's like nothing. I put in the outline. I'm like, "Is the lighter really helpful? Yeah. <laughs> How dark is it in there? Because I don't feel like the lighter did anything." Mm-mm. Um, but then Cat just gets whisked away by a spirit. Yeah, she's she <laughs> says, like, "You're hurting my arm," yeah. and he's like, "I'm he's literally like, not touching you." <laughs> he's turned her completely around from her. And she's facing him. Know. So she knows he's not touching her. But then they show the hand. It's scary. It and is she gets scary. pulled into the room. It's Fast. scary. Like, like she gets whipped in there. Yes, <laughs> it's really creepy. So they did that great. They did a great job. <laughs> um, they can't get her out. Dean's trying to break the uh, door down by force. Um, Sam and Gavin show up. And Sam tells her to face the spirit, listen to it, look at it. That's the only way that you'll get out. And it's kind of a gamble, and Dean is like, I sure hope this fucking works. <laughs> and Sam's like, yeah, I do too. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> kind of, she's terrified of Kind course, of gambling but... with this girl's life. <laughs> yeah. But she listens, and she comes out, and she's like, 
She looks traumatized. Like, she, she comes out, like, I'm like, is she good? Like, <laughs> you good, Kat? And she just, yeah, she's like 137. And they're, of course, they're like, what? And she's like, that's what the spirit said to me. 137. You and they're freaking like, idiot. And they're like, room number. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and then Dean tells Sam to get Kat and Gavin out while he finds room 137. Um, I just don't understand why anybody ever thinks splitting up is a good idea. Because Dean doesn't want Sam in there. Because he's trying yeah. to protect Sam, too. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, um, and Kat asks, is Dean your boss? And, of course, just Sam won't like, no. let that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, you know those moments where you're, like, having a bad day and someone says something a little too on the nose, but they're, they have, they're blissfully unaware. Like, they have yeah. no idea what they're talking about or, like, why what they would say would trigger yeah. you. So you can't really get mad at them. No, but you're, it's just, like, too soon, cat. Can you yeah. stop? <laughs> can, yeah, Can you sure. back off? Can you shut the hell up for a second? Please don't say that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Sam... And Kat and Gavin get to the door. It's it's locked. locked. Something's keeping them in. And we can imagine it's not good. (laughs) Kat's Um, like, the patience. And Sam's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's like, you idiot. You're so stupid. (laughs) They've Um, been nice the whole time. Yeah, why would they hurt us now? So then Dean finds a journal. He just... And he's talking to himself. He's just... Having a good time. This is why they pay me the big bucks. Yes. <laughs> and then he, that's when he makes the other shining reference. And he says, all work and no play makes Dr. Ellicott Dr. Ellicott a dull boy. Dull boy. Yeah, he, he had just watched The Shining. He had. The, he had to the night before in the motel, he found it on he a channel. He discovered Jack Nicholson, and he watched all of his movies the night before. Yes. And he was like, yeah. Oh, well, he, he had to have at least watched The Shining before the last episode though yes yeah, that's so. true <laughs> i think that it's just on his mind like he yeah. just like we said he watched a lot of tv as a kid so it's he's just made it his his personality yeah as i've made supernatural mine <laughs> so of course it's normal so yeah he's in the jack nicholson fandom so yeah um so then sam gets a phone call from dean saying meet me in the basement Mm-mm-mm-mm. but he leaves cat with the gun yeah. And she's like, yeah, I've got this. And the way she cocks the gun is so badass. I'm yes. like, go, Kate. Go, Kat. You got I it. I just love you whenever he's it. like, can either of you use a gun? Or have you either of you And Gavin's like, no. Gavin's like, no. And she's like, you, yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks at her like, who are you? And she's like, my dad took me skeet shooting a few yeah. times. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not like, no, I'm an expert, but I can shoot the gun. I can shoot a gun. <laughs> And also, like, shotguns, like, you kind of just point and shoot those. So, like, Gavin, you could have done it. Yeah, and you're just a scared. Especially considering it's, like, salt uh, salt rounds. rounds. Um, The odds of taking someone out with those is low. It's pretty low. (laughs) Yeah. And Um, then, so, yeah, Sam runs off to go find Dean. And then um, Dean finds... I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dean runs off. (laughs) Um, In the ominous boiler room, Sam goes into the place where Walt, the police officer who had the nosebleed, and Sean's wife went into. 
Um, and his flashboard, don't, his flashboard, Jesus Christ, his flashlight doesn't work. <laughs> and that's when um, he starts doors are closed. crazy. <laughs> doors are opening and closing, all very spirity. Um, and I put in the notes, something creepy is definitely in that room <laughs> with yep. Sam. Yeah. Um, and then we see the creepy doctor, and uh, he has electricity fingers, and he jumps Sam. <laughs> That's pretty much all that happens. Yeah. The electricity fingers are a really interesting thing, uh-huh. I feel like, on a spirit. Like, mm-hmm. we don't really see Yeah. electricity fingers or anything like that, really. So Not for a spirit. And it's inter- yeah, as if, like, when he was a human... Well, alive, I he's guess. He's doing electroshock therapy. Right, but <laughs> as if he was doing it with his hands. Because <laughs> like, it just, it's weird. I think a weird uh, thing. But yeah, I didn't I know, know when well. you died, you got powers. I didn't either. That's incredible. I'm looking forward to it a little more now. <laughs> I really don't want to. So. No, let's not um, talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, then that's when, after that, they cut away. And Kat's like, if we get out of here, we are so breaking up. So over. We're done. We are done. And he just looks at her like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> like she's being dramatic kind of, or like, right. like he, he's going to try to talk her out of it when they leave. When yeah. they leave, he's going to be like, baby. Yeah. Sweetie. <laughs> and she's going to be like, no. no. I said I no. She, I hope she leaves. I hope she left oh, him. You know? I think she would. She, I mean, Kat seems like she's got a, a, good, a good head on her shoulders. Yeah. She's like a sensible gal. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then Dean comes around the corner and Cat almost shoots him. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yes. God, it's me. Um, and then he finds out that apparently he called Sam, but he didn't. <laughs> so that's yeah, concerning. Like, Did I? <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately goes after Sam in the basement and is just like, all right, y'all stay put. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. So <laughs> look out for me. Spirits imitate? Like, how? I don't See, know. again, this is one of those okay. things where I'm the like lore Lore. of what the uh, spirits are capable of doing is different because I don't think that we see this again no yeah Sam he finds Sam and he's like hey (laughs) he's acting really fucking weird (laughs) Um, and Dean's like Dean's practically solved the case he's like yep it's found his Dr. Ellicott's journal he was doing things that are even worse than lobotomies and electroshock therapy Um, and Sam the entire time is like what do you mean how, why do you think this? Like, acting, yeah. like, extreme, like, and Dean's like, so well, he's just, like, saying all of his reason. Yeah. And Sam gets a nosebleed, which kind of tells us. It's weird. If we didn't what? already know, now we <laughs> yeah. know. I mean, I mean, the doctor literally took his head and, like, yeah. if you and didn't if you know, don't know, then... now you know. Now you know. It's a Hamilton um. reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then Dean's like, hey, a door. Let's go in here there's and air. Sam's like yeah he pulls the shotgun step away from the door that's how he says it <laughs> and Dean does he act calm and try to calm Sam down no he rouses him up <laughs> and says yes. what are you gonna do shoot me Sam that's he's salt like, you round know it's salt rounds so I'm gonna kill me he's like okay and then he shoots him he's like yeah but it'll hurt um <laughs> and it do seem like it hurts yeah, no, I'm sure he's going to oh. have some bruising. Um, oh, yeah, God, that would hurt. I mean, it would hurt really bad, I'm sure. Yeah. The way Sam does it, though, um, he he brings up taking orders from Dean and how he's done. He does not want to take orders from Dean anymore, and then he shoots him. And in an incredibly sassy way, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just, 
we did method acting in the beginning and he is still in character like he is, he's yeah. just he has not stopped um sam brings up how dean always follows john's orders and this is the part where he talks about you know um you're always just like a good little soldier for like, daddy's good little soldier and i oh god this is going to not this specifically it's already in dean's brain it's not like sam has put this on dean but Sam is bringing it up, and Dean is going to struggle his entire life thinking that he is his dad's little soldier, little mm-hmm. blunt instrument. Like, this. Yeah. Sam is calling out something that is like deeply triggering for Dean. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I, what makes it even sadder to me is in season one, I'm not sure that Dean really understands how he feels about that right now. Yeah. Like, I think he probably has like negative feelings towards it but he doesn't understand those negative feelings and he wants to still be john's good little soldier so then he you know he he just keeps absolutely berating dean he's (laughs) just being so mean um and dean's like okay fine here let me make it faster for you like let me make it a little we need we need to move this along so here's my gun here's my pistol yeah he's like hands it to real bullets will do more damage or something like that and so he's like, you really think you can kill your own brother? You think you can do that? Go ahead. And Sam's like, thinks about it for a second. And then he pulls the trigger. And then this he is three continues, times. yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, for, again, the people who know how the end of the series is, um, the idea of, like, Supernatural loves to play with the idea of, like, a brother killing a brother, like the Cain and Abel story. Like they really, really like to use that as a parallel. So seeing it this early on in um, episode 10 of season one, they were already playing with the idea of a brother having to take the life of the other brother. Yeah. Even though it didn't work this time because there was no bullets. Dean is like, you know, a little surprised, but then he punches Sam and he's like, we can't do this right now. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you really thought I would give you a loaded gun? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you're so stupid. Um, and then punches him, yeah. and he has to look for Ellicott's body. And um, he does find it in a little cabinet, and he salts and gets the lighter fluid on it, or the whatever fluid it is, mm-hmm. the flammable liquid on it. And um, But then Dr. Ellicott attacks him, and so he has to struggle for the lighter. And he's like... I feel like Dr. Ellicott is, like, doing his little finger electrocution for a really long time. He is, yes. Um, so. I would just like to say. Say. The body. I oh, was yeah. shocked the first time when I saw it because I was like, it's not decomposed. Like, it is, but, like, not fully. Um, yeah. And I looked it up. I mean, this happened in 1964 is when the riot happened. We're in 2005. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, that's a long, long time. And I looked it up, and so it generally takes three weeks to several years, but it could depend on the temperature. So the fact mm. that we're in Illinois, and they have really, really cold winters and stuff, and then also it's in the basement in a cabinet, mm-hmm. there is a possibility that it could have not decomposed as rapidly as... Interesting. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. I just wanted to <laughs> I think share that little tidbit that up. of composition <laughs> information. I, did, I didn't care at all. I was like, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> of I course it looks like that. I was like, wait. The NSA is like, what is she yeah. doing? <laughs> 
So what I like with the lore of the spirit thing, another thing that happens is when Dean gets the lighter and you know gets rid of Ellicott, he turns into like concrete. Oh yeah. They do not do that. That is not a thing. <laughs> that is not. That's they usually burn because yeah. their body is being burned. Like that's what happened. Well, happened. We, yeah. Ha- right. We right. had that already. So right. it's very funny. Maybe they were like, maybe we should try this, and they did it, and they were like, no, we shouldn't no, do that again. Dumb. That was dumb. That was really that dumb. That was dumb. That was a mistake. I see. Now I just want to pretend that Ellicott was like a different kind of spirit because he mm-hmm. had the fingertip, you know, electricity. Right. So he I just, could like possess and also be somewhere else at the same time, mm-hmm. and like yeah, and he could mimic Dean's voice. So maybe he really was like just a different type of spirit. Could have been. <laughs> so there we go. But Dean does salt the bones, and Sam wakes up. As Sam. Relatively back to normal. (laughs) As normal as Sam can be. (laughs) He's still got his issues. (laughs) Yeah, but he's he's himself. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, well, are you trying to kill me? And he's like, no. He's like, that's good. Could have been awkward. (laughs) Thank God. And then he apologizes and... Well, then it's morning. Yeah, then it's morning. As usual. they slept in the asylum. Yeah. Um, And... (laughs) He says Cat and, sorry Cat and, and leave. says he didn't, like, mean it or anything. And Dean's like, did you not? And he's like, okay. Like, he doesn't fully believe. And he's like, yeah. do we need to talk about this? Sam asked Dean, like, do we need to talk about this? And Dean's like, no, I'm not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> Which I honestly think is, like, a great boundary setting. It is. Because. It is. You don't have I mean, to talk about it if you're not ready. Um, I agree. Like, Dean just, <laughs> as much as he, I think he was very prepared for this situation, he did just have to endure his brother trying to kill him. <laughs> like, yeah. um, And he was, like, possessed, and it wasn't Sam's fault necessarily. But all the issues that made him want to do that, that were, like, exaggerated, are real issues <laughs> that yeah. they are having. Um, and so Dean's like, I'm honestly just tired, and I want to just go to sleep and not talk about yeah. this. And I'm glad that Sam respected his boundary. <laughs> yeah. I hate the tone of voice, though, that Sam asks, do we need to talk about this? Because it's not like, do we need to talk about this? It's like, do we need to talk about this? Like, really? And as if he didn't just try to kill his brother. Like, of course he's going to have an issue. Like, why are we acting like that's, you know, shocking? I just hate the way Sam asks as if he's, like, annoyed. Like, oh, I have to explain myself. We have to talk about this. Yeah. Like, but yeah, Dean. Dean's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I want to go to sleep. And <laughs> that's I, all I I'm do. sure Sam is like feeling guilty about it, and he oh, yeah. probably like that's probably why he's talking this way too. It's just y'all need a day. But then yeah. I would like y'all to talk about it. <laughs> right, you need to talk. Also, Sam says like it's like I couldn't control it, but I didn't mean it any mm-hmm. of it. And it's like maybe take some time and talk about it and like maybe you did mean some of it and that's okay for you to have meant those things mm-hmm. talk about it and like, or at least like a small part of it that made it right more exaggerated right it's not oh these boys like it's okay to feel some of these ways especially with how you were raised like right. you're gonna have issues mm-hmm. and you're going through stressful shit constantly like it's okay to have issues i just need y'all to talk calmly to one yeah. another yeah, no, um, it's just a sad situation. But instead, they, they drive get, away. They get some seep. Yep, instead they drive away. Um, they're asleep in the hotel. Dean's phone rings. Dean doesn't wake up. Sam answers it instead. And he sits up and says, Dad? Yep. And that's and it. That's it. Done. Can you imagine? One thing about this that I'm like, man, 
So you're watching this in November of 2005, and then you don't get to watch again until, like, yeah. like that's, like, you have to wait weeks. Yeah. Ugh. That would suck. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and you only got, like, two months of the show? Yeah. Because it only it came out in October. October. You only got yeah. 10 episodes. Yeah. And then... The next one is, Janu- the next one, Scarecrow, comes out January 10th. So, so two it's months. not too long, but that's a yeah. pretty long time. Yeah, You have to it d- endure the holidays without the boys. <laughs> How can you? <laughs> the boys are part of my favorite part of the holidays. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was the episode. Abby, do you think that their issues have been resolved? In Absolutely not. <laughs> do you think I that they're... Um... anything, they have more issues than when <laughs> yeah. they came into the episode. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a good point. Yeah. Also, I know that this is like a stretch, but I could see like Sam, because he answered Dean's phone at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see Sam like not even telling Dean that mm. John called and like just pretending like it didn't happen. But mm-hmm. also, Sam wants answers about what's her face. So I guess. Yeah. Jess? Yes. <laughs> he wants so answers. I know. Sorry, Jess. Sorry. I don't want to disrespect the dead. Um, <laughs> but he, he wants answers about Jess. And so he, he's, if he thinks John might have those, he's going to also. But if, I don't know. I don't know. He's been the one adamant of finding John. Yeah. So. I think the final thoughts is just, uh, you know, that was the season mid-season finale so they are wanting you to be kind of on edge on what's going on nothing is solved (laughs) there's no satisfying end in sight as of right now (laughs) it is a cliffhanger though that's for sure because you're like they want they're baiting you to keep watching for sure um our next episode is scarecrow which we've mentioned previously but just to say it again and it's one of hannah's least favorite episodes not because it's not good but because it's scary it's a good episode it's I think, it, I think it's a does great, a great job at being scary. <laughs> it's a very creepy episode. All right. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Raising Perdition, a supernatural rewatch podcast hosted by Beth Brin, Hannah Barrow, and Abby Jo Morton. You can connect and send us a message to raisingperdition at gmail.com. You can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Raising Perdition or on Twitter at SPN underscore RP podcast. Thanks again for listening, and please give us a rank or review and a follow on your preferred podcast listening service.